That's the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. So if we're going to talk about people taking a lot of time off, let's talk about Molly Brown. <laughs> <laughs> How long has she been gone? <laughs> How long do you need to be off after you give birth? Yeah! Matt's she's going to play golf in South Carolina. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. You're in the open class act, Matt Hamilton. How dare Molly Brown take off for maternity leave, Matt no, Hamilton? No. Mr. MBA in your Bucks hat. Everybody takes a shot on this show. We're presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. Absolutely. I'm gonna crush camping this weekend, so I am broadcasting from the Rutledge House. Matt Hamilton back at the Everlight Solar Studio. Get to the show, 844-770-3776. You can see us at Jim and Matt on YouTube, sometimes on TikTok, and uh, anywhere else you can consume video. I guarantee we are there. Alex Strofe back at the Everlight Solar Studio as well. Matt, go ahead and defend yourself. No, it's it's not that Molly shouldn't get as much time as she got for maternity leave. It's just that when she's gone for three months a year, she's like celebrated. And when I'm gone for three months a year, I I get like ridiculed. Yeah. Um, Cause you like <laughs> play a child's game, whether it's curling <laughs> or golf and then take vacations. Uh, she created a human being. So that's a big L in that uh, category there for you, Matt Hamilton. Oh man. Alex, can we, can we just, Agree on this immediately, and you can chime in 844-770-3776. Matt Hamilton will be gone for like a year if uh, him and Jen ever have a baby. Like he'll just like he'll need like <laughs> sympathy pains. He'll put on the yeah. uh, you know pregnancy weight as well. He'll just he'll need to be around. <laughs> like Matt Hamilton will be at best 50-50 the year if there is a child born for the Hamiltons. I'll tell you what, Jimmy. I, I honestly believe Matt will get so used to seeing his child be pampered by his wonderful wife, Jen, yeah. that he'll just automatically assume he also deserves to be pampered <laughs> like his child by his wonderful <laughs> wife, Jen. And I don't know that he'd ever work again. I think that would be the end of it if he had a child. You know, he does give off. Yes, he is a giant pampered baby. He does give off very much of younger child, like the, the youngest vibe. Even though he's not, he gives <laughs> off the vibe of the baby of the family. Yeah, and I will say Becca, uh, Matt's very talented sister, mm-hmm. um, gives off older sibling energy. Oh, energy. my gosh. You guys like could the, not be more wrong. No, we, we could <laughs> we could be not be more right. No. Uh, I mean, whatever. It's outside See, optics. Not, he's he's in his feelings already. No, so, no, no, but no, Becca's no. like Becca's like tough and respectable, and <laughs> you're you're like a whiny baby, and you know you, lo- you breast love breast milk att- and a pacifier. He loves attention. Uh, fair. I'll give you the last one. I'll give you the last one. I do love me some attention. Uh, we have uh, plenty to get into for today, Matt. I know it's shocking, but this weekend. Not about you, so you can chime in 844 770 
What What are you doing for Father's Day? Fathers, you can chime in. What's the best Father's Day activity you like for Father's Day? And if you're out there and you want to talk about uh, how great your dad is and, and what you're going to do for them or what they love to do on Father's Day, we will take those calls, 844-770-3776. What's the plan for you uh, and, and Scott Hamilton there, Matt? Right. Um, honestly, it's probably going to be hitting the water. Dad likes to boat. Like, we both like golfing, but, th- you know, there's there's – there are a few months, even though they aren't ideal for golf in Wisconsin, that are really not good for, for boating. So Dad will probably want to try and get his boating in uh, on a nice uh, Sunday that we're going to have this weekend and avoid the golf course. Because let's be real, every round of golf this weekend, minimum five and a half hours. But isn't this about Fair. quality time with your dad? So what's Here's, wrong with five and a half hours? There's nothing wrong with that, but if dad gets upset that the game is slow and he's not playing well because he can't get in a rhythm because they're waiting on the group in front of him, like... That sounds like built-in excuses. No, that's like upset a good time. dad. Here's the thing. I'll go out on the boat for five and a half hours with Pops, and he's going to have just as much fun as if we were on a golf course. Probably more because he won't shank anything if we're going boating. But Matt, you will just, just have enjoyable Coors Lights. Alex, this is classic match. So, are, are you bringing the Coors Light? Because you're just inviting totally. yourself onto his boat. No, because no, no. Took I'm going to take him onto my boat. Oh, I'm going to invite okay. him out on our boat. Got his, you. his boat is nicer, but I'm not going to put the captaining responsibilities on him. He is just, he is just hanging out. He's going to act as ballast and just drink beer and hang out and uh, enjoy a nice Sunday afternoon. I think on Lake Wabisa. All righty. So we'll, we'll see on that. But you can chime in, Strofe. Any plans for Father's Day? Yeah, I'm I'm heading up to uh, Manitowoc, home of St- Stephen Avery, as many people have liked to point out, uh, which is obviously where you should clear a lot up of my that's fa- not your father. That's not my father. Okay. Um, very very clearly not my father. Um, but uh, it's where some of my family lives. Uh, I got to go see my grandpa, my, my dad, and my brother. Three generations of, of fathers. So getting any uh, golfing? Uh, no golfing. None of them golf besides me, and I golf the worst. Obviously, <laughs> probably all four of us. Wait. You God, I hope so. None of them golf, but you're the worst. That's exactly what I said, yes. <laughs> Matt. What's funny about we've that? We've all seen him golf. He is clearly the worst. No, I, I, I thought he was like referencing his family. Like No one else in his family golfs, but he's still taking ownership of being worse than them at golf. Correct. That's crazy. They haven't even tried. Uh, well, I'm sure they've tried back in their heyday. Okay, like my, uh, my grandpa doesn't golf anymore, and I don't, know, I don't know that my dad even ever did, but I guarantee he's better than me. <laughs> so we'll okay. be grilling out, having a few Coors Lights. It'll be great. Sitting out on the patio. And again, 844-770-3776 if you want to chime in on what you're doing for Father's Day or what you're doing for your father So you're, you're going camping on Father's Day or yeah. for Father's Day? Jimmy, well, is this the one-year anniversary of you learning how to empty the Blackwater tank? Oh, yeah. It's probably pretty close yeah, to the one-year anniversary of me learning to empty the Blackwater this tank. This Sunday. Remember yeah. to bring gloves when you go out to oh, Gander. I have gloves. <laughs> Empty that Blackwater tank. Since that time, <laughs> I have not had any incidents with the Blackwater tank, so I Knock on wood. <laughs> will put all the blame on the place I bought the camper from because they were supposed to do all the pre-checks, and they left those open. And so <laughs> how am I supposed to know? <laughs> God. Uh, we'll check your uh, camping fails as well. I got a l- long list of them, 844 Oh my I mean, 76. just between the Blackwater story and how it took you two, two and, and a half hours, hours yeah. to uh, back up a trailer where yeah. if you would have went the other way, it would have taken you 20 minutes. Yep. yep. Legendary, dude. You are, li- you are literally 
the uh, the camping guy that like stories are told about. You're people are going to elaborate. It's that Jim Rutledge story down at that campground with you back in the trailer. They're going to say he took two days the entire the entire weekend he spent trying to back that camper up. What do we feel about? So people were taking video of that. <laughs> of course, I mean, of course. But what do we feel about that? I didn't care. I, like, you I know mean, what? If I've you're at a ca- boat landing gym and someone's struggling, struggling, you're telling me you're not going to whip out that phone? No. No? Why? I mean, it's really because you're just sharing it to dunk on. I mean, mean, I'm not necessarily saying share it like on social media, but having a funny video to like show your friends. Like, I've got a wonderful video of John Schuster trying to drive a Corvette and he dang near kills the engine trying to shift. And it's hilarious. I would never post it on okay, so, the internet, so. but like it is my little like hilarious John Schuster clip of him just absolutely struggling to drive a stick shift from the seventies. So I'll give you that. Um, the the woman who was taking it actually even mentioned to my wife, like I can't post this because your husband's license plate's too much in the video. But that's where I got triggered. I'm like, look again. Still, it was fine. But look, what are we doing here? Like, I, this I is, mean, this is this for the you got. You gotta post it somewhere just to laugh at me. Like, and I don't, again, I don't care. I've had to wait. It just is what it is. It's fine. Is it? But what if they're not name dropping? They're just like watching this guy try and back up his camper and it has no name, no license. That's fights. fine. But like, what are we doing here? You just You're doing on, it for the clicks, that, man. It's because it's funny. You just share any content. Things. It's not like a content producer gonna make money off of it. You're just doing it to like get your own ten seconds of fame for posting the video. I mean, but that's like the it's point. Like a it's sharing Ill? funny things with within your life. That's the point of social media: is sharing things that you find funny or interesting, or things like that. And a situation where someone's absolutely struggling. If I'm not going to throw you under the bus, but I'm still like getting quite the kick out of it. I don't think there's any reason people don't have to share it. It's you share things that you enjoy on social media. No. Yeah, well, again, I'm not. I never really enjoyed like funniest home videos or any of that kind. Of, I never really oh, found okay. Any of those I definitely that funny. enjoy funniest so, home like, videos. None of that stuff is real. Like once you see it, like once you watch one episode, you've seen them all. So it's like, all right, I got it. Yeah, fail. Gonna, <laughs> failure is funny sometimes, Jim. Uh, it's, hey, look, again, I'm not. That's not my audience. Like, it's not on my TikTok feed. It's not. I don't watch America's Funniest Home Videos. Like I don't. Like that stuff usually doesn't crack me up. Uh, again, I'm not a big physical comedy guy. We go back to like, so Jack mean Black. To me. Uh, I don't find him funny. Like, just falling and just doing or being dumb is not funny to me. I like clever for funny. So everyone's got their own funny bone, though, and that's, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not a fat hater here. If you want it, <laughs> I don't hate Jack Black because he's overweight. I don't, yeah, I don't like him because he's not here. funny. But yeah, I'll I'm say not a fat th- hater here. <laughs> with the, if you want to just envision what the video was, we've all seen Austin Powers where he tries to back the – the golf cart back in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what was happening there. That's, <laughs> I, so that's, that's I haven't what seen happened. this video. I would love to see it. See, that's this is the kind of video that I would get a, a chuckle out of, and that is why I appreciate that someone busted out a camera and it was like, like, so do you have the video? Did they like? They sent it to my wife, but she said, it, <laughs> "That's super nice." They're like, hey, you know, but they I'll said share that uh, she said it's mainly just like. Like, because people had to cut down trees, and it's literally just me, like, going ha- forward, half in it, and then back. Like, it's not much happening in it the whole time. Because, like, what had happened was I just got stuck. Like, again, I couldn't find the angle. The other camper didn't allow me the angle, so then I got stuck in this position. So then it was, like, just trying to, like, go forward a few inches and back a few inches to not put the camper on a tree. It's not like a – you know, like the boat landing ones or the other ones where, like, a person can't figure out – how to go right or left in the both white. Like, that's not what this was. Right. No. It, it, the, here's the thing. Though. So it wasn't there's very interesting. Still, there's still like 
a moment of like panic and even though you're not doing anything wrong and you haven't screwed up, you're still when you hold up the show, so to speak, that you still like feel it. So like so there's I didn't still give that so energy that happens. I got compliments from my wife and other people who are there. They're like, How did you not lose it at all? And part of it was probably Matt, I don't want to give anyone a satisfaction. So the whole time Fair. people are lining up, I just look at them and Wave. continue to do my thing. People they even like acknowledge me. their existence. People like me. When the uh, what's the what's their version of the state trooper showed up? I didn't even acknowledge Ranger, his. Park Ranger. Yeah, didn't acknowledge his existence. Someone else was talking to him. I just doing my thing. Good, good even, for you, Jimmy. Just locked into going back and forth, back and forth for two and a half I hours. I think Aaron Rodgers could learn a lot from you for not, not caring what other people think and just going about their business. It's four nights of complete darkness. <laughs> I could have used the darkness retreat afterwards. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, look, Jim, where was the stress like level? Blacked out for a little bit. So. Above my eyes. Like, where was the, <laughs> like, the rage, the stress, the anxiety? Drowning in it, Matt. But I wouldn't give anyone the pleasure of seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legendary move. That's what I do. That's what I, I, I try to do. I try to be legendary. We're going to break down some Green Bay Packers here for the next few segments. We'll also take your calls, uh, 844-770-3776. You know, if I keep on working on Carbon World Health, maybe it'll be strong enough next time I can just pick up the camper and move it. That's how much, that's how much strength I get at Carbon World Health. We're not on the show on Monday, which means I get extra time to put in a little extra work at Carbon World Health. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I take something like Glutide. Find out if it's right for you. It is the first and only FDA-approved weight loss treatment. It burns fat, not muscle. I'm down to under 200 pounds. I'm down to around 10% body fat, which means I'm losing, like we talked about, fat, not muscle. I combine that with a workout and monitoring my eating, and I have dropped over 25 pounds. Find out if it's right for you. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. You guys had some fantastic food. So did I today. But, Alex, you're still at the Everlight Solar Studio. I had a little bit of brisket, a little bit of barbecue rib, a little bit of their mac and cheese, a little bit of coleslaw. The friends at North South Sea from the Smokehouse bringing it on a free food Friday. They always bring it on a free food Friday. Yeah, I, I had my uh, my pork sandwich with the, with the sweet barbecue sauce on top i got some uh some of their brisket baked beans which as i always talk about i'm in love with coleslaw mac and cheese i had the biggest plate ever i woofed it all it was it was terrific and matt (laughs) matt came in a little bit late luckily there was still some food left he had some too oh yeah got some of that pulled pork smoked chicken tough to beat tough to beat I, i don't know what they're probably pretty full but it's not a bad father's day idea to bring dad out i mean what dad doesn't like barbecue and if they don't like the barbecue, they're going to like the crab legs or the salmon or anything else they got going on there. Yeah, uh, sometimes barbecue can be a pain in the butt. It's a whole, whole day affair. Yeah. You can go golfing, go boating, still get your barbecue fix on. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. It does. I want more. 
844-770-3776. JJ and Poinette chimes in. Towing a trailer makes you more deliberate and forward-thinking driver. Driver, I'm always thinking about how I'll get out of an area, avoid getting parked in before I pull in anywhere that's uh, constricted, but I still occasionally get stuck, uh, stuck in some tight spots, usually because someone was figuring out a way to park me in. So, And he did uh, lunch with his dad and his sisters today, so shout-out to JJ's dad, and shout-out to JJ for the insight. Yeah, um, again, with this site, I, I went against my best instinct. It's just one of those things where if you've ever had to park a camper, it's like Tetris. I didn't have the angles to get the camper in, <laughs> and I shouldn't have tried it. And everyone else, look, and again, nobody else there was really mad at me because when they saw what you had to do, you couldn't get it done. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light and Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton with you. Alex Joe, if you hear him chuckling there. We're going to play a little game, guys. We're going to provide some grades here. School may be over, but the Packers – uh, getting ready for training camp now that now that their uh, early off-season work is done. School's out for summer there for the Packers and for the rest of us. So I wanted to, with the three of us, we'll come up with a grade together. Strofe will participate and help provide the grade. You can chime in 844-770-3776. I want to provide grades to these positions. So let's start with edge rusher. And I consider Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Lucas Van Ness, uh, we have Brenton Cox Jr. could be someone that uh, is in the mix there. Those are coming some of the headliners. Uh, Justin Hollins as well. Uh, Kingsley and Gabre. Uh, who else we got there? Oh, don't forget about yeah, JJ Anikbara, Kingsley Anikbara. We call what did we call him last year, Jimmy? Was a was a Kingsley Bear or Grizzly King, Bear? What did we call him when Kingsley he was drafted? Bear, like, Kingsley, let's call Kingsley, him, Bear. Uh, Kingsley Bear. There. So yeah, we nicknamed him after last year's draft. Uh, yeah, it's probably the strongest position on the Packers. Ed Rusher went went healthy. Yeah. Obviously, Rashawn Gary going to deal with coming back from that ACL tear. But otherwise, I still feel really confident in that position. I'd I'd go B plus at, at the edge rush position. Nailed it. You took the grade right out of my mouth. B plus is what I think they're spot on to get, uh, especially if Gary. Was going to start the season, which we're not sure about. I, I might even be inclined to go A-, minus, but B-plus for sure. I'd go B here. We don't know where Sean Gary is going to be. I believe he finished his last three games. He came out like gangbusters last year, but the last three games he didn't register a sack. And he's not been a double-digit sack guy, and I know pressures are important, but look, they have a real question to be made. Like They're going to resign him, but what's his value? Because he's not T.J. Watt. He's not some of these other guys who are always getting double-digit sacks. There is something to the fact of actually getting home plus his injury. We have no idea what Lucas Van Ness is. Preston Smith is not a great pass rusher. He's good at it, but like I would call him like a B-minus pass rusher. So I would give this overall a B with the possibility of getting higher. But for me, with Van Ness as a question mark, you just don't know what he's going to be as a rookie. And with Sean Gary's health, I would go more with a B here. So I guess okay. if you guys both want B plus, we can sit on B plus. But I just wanted to share my thoughts on it, just because there's question marks. But it has a very high ceiling. It could all get all the way up to an A if Gary uh, comes back healthy and Van Ness uh, hits the ground running. Yeah, no, 100. Uh, I I'm basically just banking on. So like, you're right. Gary did have a slowdown for three games. And we are where we are right now. Though, but if too. we were to average that, he would have got like throughout the season, even with those three games, he would have gotten to double digits, which to me makes Gary like one of those like borderline elite edge rushers. So uh, based on his starting numbers last year, what did you say? He started at like six or seven sacks he in the first six games. games. And six sacks, I believe. I think that's where he came out to. Yeah, so he's he's almost doubling that in a in a full NFL season. Or, or not doubling that, but he's a double-digit sack guy in a full NFL season. 11, if he, though. Like if you pace that out, that's like 11. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. That's that's, that's, that's double digits. That's what you're hoping for. That's good numbers from your edge rusher. That's but what you're hoping for. Will he play enough games this year to do that? But again, we're also no, doing it right uh, now, so uh, that's why agreed. I want B. We don't know it yeah. like today. Leaving, so yeah, uh, I'm, all cool the OTAs. With, I'm cool with B plus. But I think the C, like there is a nice ceiling into the A's. We'll be generous to give him a B plus. Real quick, one fine. more comment on edge before we move yeah. on. I, I would say obviously you're, you're comfortable with Preston Smith out there. Yep. And I'm intrigued to see what they do with Quay Walker. Now, I know he technically doesn't follow, fall into this group, but it sounds like they're going to use him all over the field, and they want him to be maybe that explosive uh, edge rusher. He's athletic while, enough while to Gary's be able out. to do both. Yeah, he, if he can bulk up just a little bit, man. I mean, he's he's going to be – I think he's going to be terrific this year, but he technically falls under an inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. But I, I would imagine we'll see some Quay Walker mixed in here as well. As long as he sticks to hitting uh, quarterbacks and running backs and, and not athletic, athletic trainers, athletic trainers yeah, I think we're in true. good shape. And, and we'll give the B plus. Mine's just there's questions. Yeah, Gary's there is health, questions. What Van Ness will be? Preston Smith has been up and down in his career, and obviously we don't know what Walker would be as a guy. But we'll totally. go B plus. For me, B plus. There's not quite. If they're healthy, I'd come in B plus. But that's fine. All right, let's go to running back here. Uh, running back, we have obviously Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, uh, Patrick Taylor, Tyler Goodson, Lou Nichols mixed in, mixed in there. I guess if you're giving a B plus to the edge, I'll give a B plus to the running back as well. Yeah, I think I think B plus uh, is a good one. I if if we had a third guy that I knew anything about or had any sort of confidence in, I think A would definitely be the grade. But I'm just not a hundred percent sure if we lost either Aaron Jones or um, AJ Dillon that we would be in good shape still. And that's that's what I think would require an A out of me. So I think B-plus is probably right. Yeah, I'll come in with this. Uh, and you say you don't know about the third guy now. It'll be between Lou Nichols uh, out of Central Michigan, who they drafted, or Tyler Goodson, former Iowa Hawkeye, who was uh, on the practice squad a year ago. Seems like he's bulked up. He's speedy. He's kind of like an Aaron Jones prototype, is the early reports out of minicamp. If he can make a little bit of a jump, he can be your comfortable number three and, and used in some of those interesting situations. This will be the one group on the field I go A with. I'm going to give it an A because you, you probably have the best one-two punch in the NFL. Okay. I'll go I'll go A- minus with you just because Jeez, there is yes. a question mark at that third string. Yeah, Jim, Tyler Goodson, what's wrong with you? There's no, there's no pads on right now. So, like, anything about the running game, anything anyone has done outside of Dylan and, and Aaron Jones – uh, to me, is complete conjecture. Do, do, well, do what good, you will like, with this quote. Let's look. A minus with two two running backs that you would say might be your best B+, one two punch. But like it was Alex's A. Like do, we cannot do. You can tell me whatever quote you want. They're not wearing pads. They're not like the offensive linemen aren't wearing pads. The defensive linemen aren't wearing pads. I understand. A guy that. like this. You're talking about a workout warrior right now. I understand that, Jim, and I, I agree with you. Right? You can't put too much stock into this, but I'm just going to read it for you. Aaron Jones I'm earlier this week. Pile the stock st- into st- it. Still going to re- read it to you. Quote: Shoot I think me Tyler Goodson. If I start quoting, I think Tyler Goodson will be a weapon for us. He's been out here balling. Been out here working hard. Do it too well with that. Shoot me in the foot. If I start talking about a guy who has no track record winning the, I guess, uh, training, the OTA Olympics, the, the T-shirt and shorts Olympics here. All righty. Offensive line. Uh, Green, uh. let's look at this one. So you have Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Runyon, Yash. You have Josh Myers, uh, Zach Tom in the mix there. Um, Sean Ryan. Bryce Newman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's some guys in the mix there. That's kind of like what we're really talking about there. There is uh, Rasheed Walker in the mix, possibly. So, Jake Hansen. So, there's some. A lot of it's going to depend on what's Ryan. What it you know? What is his health? How many games does he play? 
I think you can. You know what you're getting out of Jenkins. You know what you're getting. I, I like Yash. He's a good player. Runyon's fine. I think Myers is fine. Tom seems fine. My, Myers good. needs to take a jump. Yeah, I, I'm kind of. And Strofe, I'm, I'm sorry if you feel like this is too low, but I think I'm stuck between. I think it's a C plus. I'm cool with that. With a with. Uh, Bakhtiari, especially let's not just talk about Bakhtiari and how he's like kind of slowly been coming back for about two years. He, it's been pointed out by a handful of people, his attitude's not the best, and who knows how that could affect uh, the morale and demeanor of an offensive line. Um, and again, I know it's all conjecture and it's early, but I think C plus is a good starting point, and I would love to be proven wrong. Daryl Deerfield chimes in. Nick Bosa is elite. Gary is no Bosa. And I wish you guys were great at me in school. Uh, yes, they're very kind graders. But uh, the, the offensive line I actually agree with. Um, because Bakhtiari, I think if they could figure out a way to trade him, they would. I just don't think if they get anything of value for it. And so they just have to eat it and hopefully he's not a cancer this year. Matt, I, I love the fact because you're very much of positive things bring positivity that you're called out. Bakhtiari, maybe some negativity could bring some negativity to that O-line. So let's get this one more here, and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll go through some more as well. But cornerback. So Ugh. Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas. Now, Jair, back to what we thought he was going to be. Douglas came down to earth last year. It doesn't mean he's bad. He's just not all pro. Uh, Nixon, very much a big question. Like He's a great returner. Like, really a projection of what he's going to be as a defender. Uh, and then we don't know what's going on with Stokes, really, as far as his or- health. Terrell Ford. He uh, had a pretty strong... Shamar, Gene, Charles. Who? Didn't Terrell Ford have a pretty strong finish to the season last year? Are you referring to Rudy Ford? Uh, I'm looking at this. safety? I'm looking at CB right here on my Packers player roster. I think he's referring to Rudy Ford. I think he's referring to the safety Rudy Ford who did have a good end of the last season. I have no idea who the hell Terrell Ford is. Correct, Carrington Valentine, Shamar Jean Charles. Like it's very you have two you have one lockdown corner, one good starting corner in Douglas. Nixon is a projection. Stokes, if he's healthy, hopefully he gets back to what he was. I kinda put this it, man, it's tough because you're so good at the top, but right after the top two, it's a, a lot of question marks. <laughs> we do have a Tyrell Ford and he was signed in January tenth, twenty three, but not the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Rudy was who I was thinking of. We all know that, Matt. I don't know why you're confirming that. Well, because you you said I was wrong, and like there definitely is a Terrell Ford on the Packers who has never played a game for the Packers. Alex just said he didn't say you're wrong. He said he never I was heard just of this guy. You're confusing CB with list. Rudy Ford. And I saw Rudy in the backfield, so yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, yes. Sure, but I'm not a, crazy. A, you have the ability to put things in front of Matt Hamilton. Can you give him something that actually I have it. players compete? Not the roster, <laughs> Tark, Solidarity. Angler, like guys who are actually scheduled to compete for the positions. Like, you know, I don't know. We're not the only ones that ever came up with this idea. No, um, this is, it's <laughs> purely alphabetical that I'm getting these cornerbacks in oh here. Oh, my God. All right. Alex, what do you got for grade here? Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, are we just going to expel Matt from playing? Um, cornerback, or, yeah, it's interesting. You're Who's right. Who's Buckley? What do you think of this Yeah, what about him? Kashawn <laughs> uh, K- Nixon, you know, he's such an interesting case to me. He's going to be playing, like, that nickel position. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Jim. Like, he's just – he's not as proven as a as a cornerback as he is, uh, you know, a kick returner and a punt returner, which he obviously made some huge strides in last year made made a quite the impact towards the end of the regular yeah. season. But – 
that's a question mark. We know Jair will play it an all-pro level, right? Like, that's almost a guarantee. Rasul Douglas, he had that great year in 20, or excuse me, 21, kind of came back to earth last year. I'll, I'll go with, like, a B-minus here. It's a good group. The number one option is, is one of the best in the league. Yep. But there's a lot of question marks after that. I think P-minus is fair. That's kind of where I was sitting. Uh, I think Douglas, what you got last year, I think is fair to expect that out of him again. I don't think he's falling any further. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think the interceptions we all know are a lot of times circumstance, but he is a good corner. I think he's better on the outside. And I'm not saying Nixon won't be good. I just I, When I judge anything, it's more about how many question marks he got. And there's a lot of question marks. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Matt, Matt, tell us about Al Harris and Sam Shields. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I would take Sam Shields on this on this uh, oh, quarterbacks right now. I would take Al Harris, too. <laughs> um, I'm looking at it, and especially since I don't recognize the guy with the last name Ford on the cornerback list, there's no depth here. That That is what we're lacking the most. I, I'm actually, if you were talking just the starting three between Razul, uh, Jair, and... Nixon, I'm confident I would be like, that's a B. But the fact that if any of them have an injury at any point, I have no clue where, like, Eric Stokes is going to be able to, like, is he going to be able to bounce back? Any of these rookies or players that we've signed but never used, are they going to be able to actually cover people on defense? I think B minus is, like, the, the cap, especially if there's an injury. Well, so far, the biggest winning group is the I would say the edge or no the running backs here for the, running backs for the uh, Green Bay Packers you could be a winner go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison that's where winners go uh, over sixty eight million dollars in jackpots so far this year uh, over twelve million dollars in jackpots last month alone nearly a two hundred and fifty thousand one time jackpot so far this year I think forty eight thousand dollars jackpot was last month so go be a winner and go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Cruise Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. We are giving out grades since uh, school's out for summer for all the kids out there, college and otherwise, uh, all the way down to elementary school. School uh, and uh, OTAs are out for summer for the NFL, the Packers. Won't be getting back at it sometime in July. I haven't seen their official release yet, but it'll be either mid to late July. They'll get back at it. And so we thought we'd take the opportunity here to give some grades and kind of gauge what we're all feeling. And maybe we can take a look at it if we uh, have a good enough memory, which we probably don't, uh, right before the season starts. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The Mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush. The Coors Light. Matt and Strofe are back at the Everlight Solar Studio. I am at my house getting ready to crush some Coors Light as I camp this weekend up at Governor Dodge. So looking forward to that, too. Love a great place to go camping. Uh, one of my favorite spots uh, in the state of Wisconsin here. But uh, let's get back. Let's recap first. So if I am correct here, guys, let me know if I'm wrong. But we gave the edge rushers a B plus, the running backs an A, the offensive line a C minus cornerbacks a b minus does that sound about right i think it was just a c for the offensive line we're going c there okay that's fine c for the offensive line and then All right. what do we say for the corners b minus b minus yep all right let's get to middle linebacker <clears throat> and they have devondre campbell yep uh quay walker then they have uh, isaiah mcduffie 
Eric Wilson, Tariq Carpenter, but they're look, the top two guys are Devondre Campbell, similar story to Rasul Douglas. Went from all pro to good. And Quay Walker, very up and down. Still feels like a high ceiling player. I don't know where he's going to end up, but his lows were low, not just not just on some of the stupid things he did, but he made some bad plays, missed some tackles, was out of position. So very much a developing player. I imagine, I would assume he's better this year. We yeah. don't know, though. I and mean, we all thought Stokes was going to take a major jump, and he was not good last year before he got hurt. So uh, with Quay Walker, I think I'm assuming slight improvement. Maybe he gets master and, uh, massive, and I'm assuming Devondre Campbell stays about the same. So I think I would give middle linebacker a B, maybe a B-. minus. Where do you guys have it? Um, I, You know what? I thought uh, Quay was super athletic. I felt like most of his mistakes on the field were not and again, this is maybe the case for a lot of players, but they were not errors because he wasn't physically, he was never beaten because he wasn't physically able to do it. It was a mental game, whether he took the wrong angle or he was out of position. I do think there was some improvement there. Um, I'm gonna I think Quay Walker is not as, uh, as big a question mark. I think you're going to get a solid middle linebacker. You might get a guy who's like borderline pro bowler in the next like, year or two. Maybe not this year, but he's okay. like he's going to get better. I I would say solid B because I'm confident that uh, we're going to have um, De- Devondra Campbell is going to be fine. I'm good with a B. It's a little projection for Walker, but I, I would ass- we can assume. I'm projecting both. based on like what I saw last year. The guy is an absolute physical freak show. He was fast. He might have had the most tackles or up there with the most tackles on the team last year. He really did fly around the field. I have confidence that if he gets a little bit more positional awareness that he could be one of those fringe Pro Bowl guys, maybe at the, by the end of year two, I think he could get there in year three. Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with Quay Walker. I, I really think there's a big year ahead for him. I, I, I know, you know, there's so many guys in terms of coaches that are just, they have so many plans up their sleeve for him. I think Quay's going to have a big year. I, I think Devondra Campbell will bounce back after, I mean, obviously he goes all pro to just kind of a decent season. I don't well, think he'll bounce, bounce back, back to like all, pro all pro level. I will say all pro is the outlier. So I think he's a good linebacker. Yeah, good it, linebacker. yeah I agree with yeah, you. I agree yeah. with you, Jim. I think he'll have a better year than a year ago, but probably not back to that that all pro level we saw in 2021. But I like Devondre. I like Quay. And like I said earlier when we were talking edge rushers, I think the, I think these defensive staff has big plans for Quay Walker. Right. And, and Matt, Eric Wilson, that's your guy. Remember when we had breaking news when the Packers signed him <laughs> midseason last year? Totally. I was that's, just getting to that. Yeah, that's your guy. So, <laughs> I, I mean, just I, I'm shocked you're not that. jumping all over this with an A+. Plus. I, will go, uh, <laughs> I, I will go B as well. Yeah. Okay, so we got to be. If we had a little more depth, I would be w- willing to talk about like A minuses and stuff, but we don't have the depth. Right. Um, and then let's get to, you know what? Let's wrap up the defense here. Let's do the last two defensive positions so then we can have a great overall for the defense. Uh, so, defensive line Kenny Clark. Obviously, the only worry about him would be each year he gets older, but otherwise, he's great. I'm so worried about stuck. this group, Jim. I'm worried about this group. Devondre Wyatt. Or Devontae Wyatt, look, I think uh, Quay Walker, jump. way better than Devontae Wyatt as far as a, a proven player last year. So that's another one that um, is a big question mark. TJ Slayton, and, and then uh, uh, Colby Wooden, and Carl Brooks. Like, I, I'm sure they can do something this year. They're I'm not big saying bodies. That they, I'm not saying that they won't contribute, but 
Look, Should I line. also there's mention a, that there's a Jonathan Ford on the defensive line? <laughs> Stop reading the roster. I know. God, I just love sick. that. It just worked out too perfectly. Wait, Alex, we just take a pause for I, a second. I, yeah, I had let's to take bring a pause. it up. Let's take a pause. not at all? I even told him. He couldn't take a second to Google, like, Packers positional battles. Like, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you really expect Matt to prep for the show when you were not even here? I said it during the last segment. He could have Googled it and been ready for the rest of the segments here of people. I literally, actually... I literally wrote this name down because I thought it would be hilarious that there was another player but, that wasn't in the mix, also the with the last name Ford. I just thought it was funny. Right, You're the one who didn't find it funny, Jim. Because <laughs> it's not funny when you don't know anything. That's I do all know that. a thing. All I know is the top three guys. You know the Fords. That's it. The Fords. <laughs> all you know is the top three guys. But I'm saying all you had to do is Google. Like, there's literally like a million articles about positional battles. Hamilton and the Fords will be the name of this hour's podcast. <laughs> there's got to be a historical <laughs> reference there somewhere, right? Hamilton probably. and the Fords. Yeah, yeah probably. All right. Uh, so Matt goes last on this because just the. Abomination there. Yeah. Stroke, what do you got? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I, I think you make an interesting point there at the end, right? Wooden, Wooden, and uh, now I'm blanking. Brooks, Brooks. The, the other, ro- the two rookies they drafted on day three. Big bodies. I mean, they're going to get playing time. Unlike Devontae Wyatt did a ton of a year ago. Now that's that's the big question with him, right? Is he just didn't get to see the field a lot last year. When he did, he was productive. He was good. Um, he was a first round pick for a reason. Devontae Wyatt was. He is the Packer, Jim, mm-hmm. that I believe needs to make the biggest jump in 2023. Devontae Wyatt from a year ago to this yeah. year. I think he is the Packer. And, I mean, there's other names we could talk about, and I'm sure we'll talk about the wide receiver room still. Romeo Dobbs is another name I think needs to make a big jump here in 2023. But I think no Packer needs to make a bigger jump in 2023 than Devontae Wyatt. He'll have the opportunity to do it, but if he does it is the question. And obviously we know Kenny Clark is an all-pro. This is an interesting room. Right now, I'll grade him at a C plus. But it, it, you know, by week eight of the season, I wouldn't be shocked if this is a group were saying, hey, they are the best on the team if things break the way they can because there's a lot of talent in this room. It's just a lot of unproven talent. A lot of projection. Um, I'll say this part as well. Wooden and Brooks project right now as more pass rushers. Uh, Wyatt, I don't know enough. Like, So the problem, they still haven't solved a run defense problem. Maybe Jonathan Ford, seventh rounder from last year, who didn't play a snap of defense, will be the game changer there, Matt. But I'll stick with uh, I'll stick with uh, what Strofe gave there. Yeah, I, again, I'm I'm with Strofe. There's the one proven guy. You have Kenny Clark, and then a bunch of question marks and guys that you're hoping can make jumps. So I, I can't. I think that there is room for a high ceiling, a team that could be a really solid and stout um, uh, defensive line, but. From the looks of it, you can't give him more than like at C plus right now, just because Kenny Clark's the only guy that you're like, yeah, he's gonna be fine. All right, so we'll go C plus there. Let's wrap it up with the safeties. So Darnell Savage <sighs> benched last year, moved to a different position last year, but he's back. Then Matt, what's one of the safeties? Rudy Ford. Hey, let's go. Uh, Jonathan Owens, Tavares Moore, Levitt, uh, Penny Sapp, Anthony Johnson Jr bunch of special teams players so you have one guy who was benched and moved at one of your safeties and then a bunch of journeymen at best slash special teamers at your other safety i'm gonna give this one like a d plus it's pretty bad it might be the worst in the nfl i think you're more generous than i'm gonna be yeah that uh, go d i'm gonna go straight d i <laughs> take that out of context 
<laughs> cut it. Cut it so we can use that later out of context. Um, I think you guys are right. D's, D to D plus is probably right. Rudy Ford hopefully is going to have the same kind of season he had last year. I am hoping Jonathan Owens being married to an Olympian is going to get a little bit of that like that like champion energy from Simone and might be able to come out here and play kind of above uh, his expectation. Uh, who knows though? But if there is a guy You're that in a I'm going to be spot here, I'm, I'm going to be a man who's married to an Olympian can somehow pick up some of her Olympic talent. Yeah, that, exactly. No, I'm just uh, saying like if I'm going to like blindly throw hope into a player this year for the Packers, I think Jonathan Owens is one story that I think would be a really cool one if he turned out to be a solid player for the Packers. That's really all I'm getting at. All right, we're going to talk offensive player, uh, offense like quarterback, tight ends, but also we'll give you the cumulative. GPA for the defense on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. I'm going to go straight D. I'm going to go straight D. I'm going to go straight D. Well, we know Strofe's plans for the uh, weekend. I'm going to go straight D. Fascinating. Is that the Dells? That's time for the Dells? I'm going to go straight D. That's the Dells. He's going to Manitowoc. I'm going to go straight D. Oh, yeah, that's right. Land of Avery. I'm going to go straight D. Matt Hamilton. Jim Rutledge with you. Hamilton and Strofe at the Everlight Solar Studio. I am at home. This is Rutledge. And Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. Go to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Sign up and golf with the three of us, along with Brad Nortman, Mark Tauscher, Alec Ingold, Chris Orr. Showy's uh, coming. You hear that? Show, Zach Showalter's coming. Fantastic. So You guys can pay a little extra, and we'll make sure you don't get paired up with Strofe. There you go. Because we've all seen his golf videos. <laughs> yes. So uh, sign up, ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Uh, time's running out to get a foursome and, and come out Trappers Turn on July 17th. We are breaking down the Packer positional groups now that they are done till July 26th. That came out a little bit ago. July 26th is when they get back at it with a joint practice with New England. So they're off for summer. They're going to need a little time to recover they're, from all those bruises they just got from playing paintball all weekend. Well, they didn't or get all it from day yesterday. From anything in OTAs because there's no pads or anything going on. Right. Or helmets at least, but... Uh, guys, do we end up – I know I teased you before the break. Do we add up the grades? Or are we going to do that right now to give them a GPA for the defense? You're the one with the grades, aren't you? I asked I, – you're the producer. Get the grade. All right, let's do it quick. All right. <laughs> oh, so it becomes my fault. So we'll I'm going to go straight D. We're going to have to round up and down on some of these here just to make it nice and easy, okay? Okay. So uh, Edge will round up to a four. Uh, running back will round up to – or we had a four We're anyways. doing defense, right? I'm sorry, defense. You're right. I'm sorry. So Edge – We'll give that a, a four because we had it a B plus, right? Yeah, we'll just give it the A. Cornerback, was that a two then? Because we have that in the C range? Uh, yes, yeah, I think we went B minus. Middle, line, we'll uh, middle linebacker, we'll give that a – we had that in the B range? Yeah. Uh, and then we went D line, that was a C, right? Yep. And then safety D. All yes. right, so add those up, and you know how to figure out that, Matt, right? Yeah, you add it up okay. and divide it by the sum. There you go. Yeah. Math whiz, Matt Hamilton. Divided by five. 
All right. Well, Matt works on the math here. Yeah, it's 13 divided by 5, whatever that equals to. 13 divided by 5. 15 divided by 5. No, 13 divided by 5. You're right. It's like... I'm not a math guy, Jim. What the hell are we doing here? Goodness gracious. Two something. Two, four, two, three. This is crap. Whatever we're Without doing. Without the calculator. Whatever. Oh, my God. How did, how did this get nominated for Best of Madison? What, what are we How's doing How is it that right hard? Now? Does nobody have a calculator on their phone? I tried and I failed. I screwed, I screwed up the equation on my calculator. <laughs> my wife, she's good at math. I'll see if she can figure <laughs> 2.6. All right. That Tanya. Sounds, that sounds about right. <laughs> 2.6 sounds about right. We all got Fs. We are all... Sent back to school because we can't figure out basic math. Rosie probably could have done that for us. So I, mean, I, I knew how to do it. I was just waiting. Mm-hmm. I, what? I, I thought Strope was on the calculator. I, I tried to guesstimate, and I was wrong. All right, so Packers can win on defense and running game, and they have 2.6 is the cumulative GPA for the defense. So the defense is like a C. I'm scared about the offense. Straight that's C. what the defense gets. Yeah. Think about all the first-round investment we just gave a 2.4. They just got my high school GPA, and I didn't even do my homework. 2.6? Uh, that's actually higher than my high school GPA. <laughs> no, I do think a little bit, little thing, little things break their way. A three seems fair. But we're going off of right now. We can, we'll regrade it after training camp. We'll see actual hitting. And actual attacking, and we'll see what happens there. So let's start at the tight end position. So Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, and Do- uh, Josiah DeGuara, and Tyler Davis. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of question marks. This one could go all over the board. I think Musgrave and Craft will be good NFL players. I don't know how good. Josiah DeGuara is very much a gadget player. Tyler Davis is a blocker. I don't even know what he's it, just a guy. Is it C mi- I think it's like C minus to D plus, Tyler, de- depending on what you want to do. Tyler Davis won't have a job come September. Okay. okay. I don't know how many tight ends they're going to keep. Three, because- probably. Really? They'll keep DeGuar and the two rookies. Three or four. Oh, I think four. I can see a lot of two tight end sets to make life easier for Love. Yeah. Have they previously kept four, though? Because I thought last year it was just uh, Lewis, DeGuara, But this is now Tunyon. Matt LaFleur's Wasn't Tyler Davis on the squad last year? Yeah. So is that four? Yeah. yeah, that's four. You're right. And DeGuara, a little bit of fullback. He can be a little bit of everything there. So uh, I would say I'll go C on this because it's all questions. That, exactly. Like, I don't want to be the negative. Only reason like, you, the only reason they make the C's is because of the youth and like athleticism yep. of those young guys. And the investment totally in agree. the picks. Totally yeah. agree. Yep. So I think C is fair on that one there. And that's uh, a little projection. I'm going to be honest. Like, if we're, we have been tough on people that are unproven as far as where question marks rank. I think this is a generous for a, a, a group that's all question marks. All we know about this is that Luke Musgrave and Kraft look nice in their shorts and helmets yeah. and shirts. Damn straight they do, Jimmy. Get with the program. All righty, let's go wide receiver. Oh, boy. We need more than four minutes to figure this one out, don't you think? Right. So Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Christian Watson's a B. Romeo Dobbs. Can we not look? We're doing a radio show, Matt. It's not a challenge to rush through it as fast as possible. All no, right. I know this, but I'm like, I'm trying to work it through. There's two guys that we can actually grade and then a bunch of question marks. This is actually a pretty easy, easy position group, given the fact that we have a C for a bunch of tight ends we know nothing about. We know seven games with a Christian Watson can be great. So I honestly, I look at this and I'm like, C minus, maybe C. 
Again, if we're, we're going to try to take out the pluses and minuses for the GP. Okay, that's C. I think C. I think C is fair. I don't think you could go. You can't give them a B because there's only one player that's B quality. But given the wide receivers of C, makes me feel like I'm, we were very generous with the tight ends. Just because we are. Uh, that's the what tight I'm ends saying. Have done nothing. That's what I'm saying. I think the tight ends are a D just because we have no idea. All right, Strofe, you go with C for the wide receivers. As a Packers fan, yes. As a radio guy analyzing the room, no. What, which room do you think is better, the tight end room or the wide receiving room? The, tight, getting... the tight end room is better than the wide receiving you room. You really? Even when you have at least a Christian Watson, someone who's proved himself, you've got Josiah DeGuara. Here's the way I view it. Yeah, I'm curious. Which group is going to need to do more in a Matt LaFleur offense? Ah, okay. The wide receiver room. Yeah. You have one guy that you know can do it. But you don't know how well he can do it, and that's Christian Watson. Right. You've got a guy in Romeo Dobbs who seems to have a really good relationship with Jordan Love. They're working out in the offseason in California together. He's speedy. It seems like he's taking that jump that we thought he he could when we drafted him out of out of Nevada. And then, as you said, you've got a lot of question marks. I like Jaden Reed out of out of Michigan State. I do. I, I really like him. But he's yeah. a rookie. He's a rookie wide receiver. I, I so like, is it a D? It's a D. I don't hate it. It's a D. I don't hate it. It's a D. All right, so we got C for tight end, D for wide receiver. Uh, We've done everything else but quarterback. uh, I forgot what offensive line we gave him. B? Well, no, it would have been a – I thought it was a C plus. Yeah, I think it's C plus. plus It would be a C in this thing because we're trying to make it as simple as possible. So now we go to quarterback and look, off of of Strofe's graded scale, it's a D. I was going to be kind and give him a C. I was too. Um, but Sean Clifford is, we can yeah, assume, that's fair. The, backups oh, yeah, the backups are a dumpster fire. Like, you might as well shut it down and go home. Danny, Etli- Danny Etling laser show coming to a stadium near you. Maybe, but it's be thrown all over the field. You don't know who, to whom. So, like, so that part good, of it is... Good usage of the word whom there by Jim. Thank you. So, I mean, everything below love is an F. Like an like an F minus below Jordan Love, and Jordan Love with no track record, you just give a C to. So then, you combine for it all, no depth, with no proven starter seems like a D. Um, that's a high, look. It could get up. To, it could get much higher. No, 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 no. I, I I'm agreeing with you. I'm just thinking like with Jordan Love being at this point. In his career, like, yes, unproven, but you're hoping. And, again, it might be hope, but I do believe that Jordan Love does know this offense and knows, like, like he's just working on progressions now. He knows where players are supposed to be and when they're supposed to be there. And that, I think, is a pretty valuable commodity. I think he's. I think they're a C because I think Jordan Love is a fine quarterback at the, you know, B-minus, C-plus range. What? Who knows with Sean Clifford? So what do you give Justin Fields, then? Justin Fields, he's probably right in that like high C, low B, probably a little bit higher than uh, Jordan Love because he's more. He should proven. be much higher than Jordan Love because he accounted for thirty five hundred yards last year and twenty five touchdowns. Yeah, he's B minus. He's a B guy. For five weeks last year, the the Chicago Bears had the number one scoring offense in the NFL. So like, you know and I, mean? I would I would call Justin Fields a C right now. Okay, then I guess uh, I guess Rutledge is an idiot. I guess we'll go D for Jordan Love. We're going off of what we've seen so far. Training camp, you start slinging out there a couple preseason games before the season starts. Okay. I didn't go higher, no, but right now I'm going to go D. Okay, I'll go with that, and that's a, that's a two. 
All righty. This is their GPA. The offensive. All right, we'll come back with the, the offensive cumulative uh, GPA and then the team GPA. We'll really flex our math muscles here. This, this is going to go poorly. <laughs> Let's do it during the break, folks. I, I'll do it right now. All right, dear God. Uh, presented by Cruise Light.